Good morning, everyone. This morning, we're interviewing Jack Steven. Uh, Jack works for Cuthcart Associates, and he's a UX recruiter specialist in Scotland. He's not only limited to UX design, but he also works closely with front-end developers, mobile developers, UI designers, uh, digital consultants, UX consultants uh, throughout the central belt of Scotland to help them find their dream role. Enjoy this episode with me and Jack, and here we go. Welcome to the User's First Podcast by Alessio UX where we interview user experience designers and many other digital experts who focus on building products and services that delight users. And what is the number one rule of every product or business? It's that users always come first. So, good morning, Jack. How's it going? Hi, so yeah, good, good, well, how are you? Uh, pretty good, thanks, pretty good. Uh, for, for the ones who don't know, uh, today with Jack, we're going to be talking about how uh, the UX market is being affected uh, by the coronavirus and uh, how you can uh, keep on applying for jobs now, later, and whenever, anytime. So, um, you know, the, the weather is pretty nice in Glasgow. Uh, you get in 10, any? Literally, <laughs> um, yeah. The the other weekend, I, I actually got quite a good tan. I actually got burnt, which is one of the first time in Scotland nice. I've ever got burnt. Um, so it's so yeah, it looks like the weather's going to be nice for the next week or so as well. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, get some more of a tan. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like last week, I went to I went to the park and uh, it was so beautiful. I have a uh, Pollock Park near me, uh, which yeah. is which is a few minutes from my house and. And uh, right now they're not <clears throat> they're not playing golf because usually in Pollock Park there is a big like golf club, so, uh, like oh, nice. it's huge. It's kilometers of a golf club. And right now, mm-hmm. and right now nobody's playing golf, so it's super safe. You can go there, sit on the grass, and enjoy, and you know have a have a beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sounds good. Don't, yeah, <laughs> for our listeners, don't do that. It's not safe. <laughs> and stay two, two meters uh, away from each other. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Jack, could you could you tell our audience what is it that you do? Yes, of course. Um, so I, I work, as you mentioned, I work for Cathcart Associates. Um, I've actually only been there around seven months. Um, when I joined, I just joined as a kind of trainee recruitment consultant. Um, we are a tech recruitment agency. Um, and basically, we all get given a market. Um, and due to the, the kind of increase the, the, the directors and management had seen within UX and jobs, um, a lot of the clients asking for UX jobs um, they wanted me to really come in and specialise um, in UX recruitment so uh, that's kind of my main focus as well as um, front end development, mobile development um, and any kind of design role but with a strong focus on UX mm-hmm. uh, I, know, I know that you uh, got a business degree a few couple of years back um, how, how far are how far away was it? How long ago? Um, so I actually only graduated uh, last summer. 
um, from Robert Gordon's in Aberdeen. Um, so it was a four-year course. I got to go away and study for one semester, which was really, really good. Um, but yeah. And, and and where did you go that semester? Just to let our listeners know. <laughs> um, I went to just outside of Milan, actually. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and did you gain any weight while being in Italy? Yes, because yeah. I was eating pizza every single day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love it, love it, man. That's that's the best. I, oh, I miss Italy so much. Um, yeah. Right now they're going through a very tough time, but uh, hopefully everything will resolve soon. And uh, uh, because some some of our audience is actually Italian, and uh, mm. yes, yes, it's it's always good to hear that other people are studying abroad in Italy. It's a yeah. it's a it's a satisfaction for us. Um, we're we're proud of being Italian. Um, yeah, of course you should be. Absolutely, but you know, <laughs> I, I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, when you were in the in the university uh, through throughout these the, the the past four years, have you ever heard of of um, the term UX or product design and I knew about product design, um, but the term UX, not really at all. Um, but since I kind of came in to, to the company, um, I really, that's what they, they've kind of said as well. Um, my company that I've taken a real interest in it, and I do genuinely find it interesting. Mm. Um, and even like watching, I, I made a post about on LinkedIn about it, watching the... Um, Instagram UX designer, product design as they called it, um, it was really interesting. So no, I hadn't heard of it. But hmm. uh, could you could you tell us a bit more about it? Because I haven't I haven't seen your post on uh, the Instagram UX designer. Yeah, of course. Um, so I think the I can um, the, the the series is called Art of Design, um, and that specific episode is on digital product design, um, and it's the the. Instagram's head person or head of design or something um, and he talks, they, they go through different things um, ideas they come up with and what their kind of process is so it's, quite, it's really interesting to see it in such a big company and something you can relate to, especially for me who doesn't really work as a UX designer um, mm -hmm. it's quite cool to see it like that Very nice, very nice uh, are, you, are you currently uh, working at the moment? Yeah, so we are still working away. Um, it's really good from our companies um, trusted us to kind of keep working. Obviously, working remotely, um, but yeah, still working away. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you, how do you find it working remotely? Um, I, I'm not the biggest fan. Obviously, I know a lot of people like it. Uh, it has mm -hmm. obviously has its benefits. You can get out of bed and you're in the office within <laughs> fifteen minutes. Um, Absolutely. But I, I, I prefer the buzz of the office and everybody kind of being able to speak to people. Um, so I'm looking forward to going back, but obviously it, it does bring a lot of benefits mm -hmm. about it, yourself. It uh same working remotely uh, i completely agree on that uh, working in the office it, it could be um more motivating sometimes uh at home you have uh you have the possibility to get distracted more often <laughs> and you know sometimes like in the office you you, you know you, you don't look at your phone but at home uh you do perhaps so um it, it's very it's very hard to manage that um yeah yeah um for example, me for the past week, I spent I spent a few more hours on the phone than usually. Uh, during the week when I was in the office, I would have never spent so many hours on the phone, never. So, so yeah. that's probably something I have to do, like switch, just switch off the phone uh, nine to five. Yeah, it's hard to kind of well, it takes a, a, an adjustment to kind of discipline yourself 
uh, and kind of teach yourself that you are actually still working mm. um, and it should just be your normal day and um, so that's the kind of the biggest thing that I found difficult but one of the things I, I've started doing is I, if I feel that my head's starting to wander places then I'll just go and take like a 15 minute break or um, just away from the computer clear my head and then find myself can go at it a bit better that's a very that's a very good thing to do. Um, I also I also <clears throat> recently discovered a trick. I just like leave leave the the window open all day, uh, mm -hmm. so, so oxygen can go through my brain easily, and I can I can actually work just fine. I noticed yeah. if some days I I leave the window open for some reason I feel like I'm I'm in a loop and I'm getting distracted and I feel I feel sleepy, but but yeah with the oxygen in the in the room then I feel so much better. So yeah, from his working. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's it's crazy what just fresh air can do. Just yeah. And, and uh, actually, that is, that is something that uh, I not only I have at home, but I also have in the office because uh, we work in a science park in the uh -huh. office. So uh, we, we're we're basically in a huge park, and we we leave all the windows open, and you know you can get that nice breeze, that fresh air, and everybody's working yeah. just fine. And, I think that's that's very important uh, the, the environment you you work in. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's obviously what kind of you've got to make sure that you're you're kind of working as best you can and finding that perfect perfect way to do that. For sure. Uh, I have I have a question on um, on uh, you know your exercise. Uh, what what are the recruiters like you? Um, what sorry? Uh, what are what are the companies looking when uh, hiring a UX designer? Yeah, of course. Um, so obviously it, it differs from company to company. Um, but one of the kind of trends I've seen most recently is that companies are starting to, normally companies would say, oh, they want expedient, commercial experience or um, two years experience working in UX design. Um, one of the things I've seen is that people are willing to just look at somebody's portfolio. Um, so three, four different items on their portfolio, they'd be willing to have a look at that. Um, and the kind of main thing that I always try and get across is that people like buy from people, people like people. Um, and if you're a UX designer, you've got a really good portfolio, you, you can tell that they're switched on um, then companies are, are going to be interested in you so yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and like what what do the recruiters like you instead are, are looking at when when uh, you know you receive you receive a job application you receive a job application and um, uh, before before you actually um, give that portfolio or or a, a curriculum to the company what is it that you looked for in in the application um, so I kind of look for um, just obviously on the CV, um, have a look at what kind of projects they've written on their CV. Um, and I always kind of like to speak to candidates as well. Um, so we'd usually, if somebody looks relevant whatsoever, they, they, they're involved with UX design, they've done projects at home, um, I, I would speak to them um, and basically get them to talk through their um, portfolio, what they did at each stage, why they did it. Um, and I think that gives a lot of, um, uh, it gives you a much better idea of what kind of people do and what, what their skill set is. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you know that uh, this UX designer is more skilled than the other one when they're talking about their portfolio? How do you know that? 
Um, I think it's more just of how kind of confident um, somebody is speaking about it. Um, you can, I think you can very much tell when somebody, it's kind of like with any skill, they say they have a skill and you ask them what they actually done in that skill, how did they get to that? If somebody can talk, 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 talk about um, mm-hmm. the, their skills, why they did stuff, um, you, you can kind of just get a, a sense of, um, whether they're telling the truth or not, and how how good they are at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you, did it ever happen to you that someone wasn't telling the truth, and you find out by by the way they were explaining their case studies? Um, not with uh, UX design. I've had more kind of developers. Um, I've said <laughs> they 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 can they've got a certain language that they use, um, and then they'll set a tech test or something and. It turns out they've never used it before. They've only used it on, um, they've only done like one course on it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so not not many with UX design, to be fair to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's interesting. You know, I thought um, uh, there there is a lot of people right now saying, oh, they, you know, like uh, there is so many people that are on Dribble and they make all those nice UI designs and so on. They've never done a case study in their life. And then, uh, you know, whenever they have a, um, a job application, they don't know what to explain because they didn't do anything. So that's quite interesting about the developers. <laughs> it's actually the other <laughs> way around. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's, it's understandable because uh, there is so many languages out there to uh, to be learned. And, and, you know, sometimes they might, they might think... Because I think we we've all done it, uh, you know, um, when when applying for a job once in our life that we might have lied about a certain skill because we wanted to oh, get that job. Yes, definitely, absolutely. I've done it myself. Don't yeah. Worry. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and, and, and you know it's understandable because there is so many languages out there there is uh, C- CSS++ there is JavaScript HTML uh, yeah. I, I don't know how many there is out there because I'm not a web developer but yeah, uh, hundreds, hundreds. Yeah, hundreds. <laughs> uh, and there is more uh, coming out, I think, right? Yeah, there. I think they're always upgrading them and making them best as possible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, it's all about all developers want to work with the latest um, tech as well. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, actually, what is the most uh, in demand um, coding coding? Um, what's you, what do you call it? Coding uh, coding skills right now. Coding yeah, and. So I would for for me anyway, um it's React, I would say, React JavaScript. Um it's a front end framework and a lot of companies are it's it's basically meant to be the, the easiest one to use. Um and so a lot of companies are really uh, looking for strong strong react developers mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, for, oh the developers is it like front-end developers full stack developers for, for which kind of positions is usually react uh, required for um so it's required for front-end positions and full stack positions obviously um because full stack you're, you're doing a bit of both um so yeah both of them pretty much mm-hmm. That's 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 very interesting. Uh, related to our previous topic about what you're looking for when hiring a UX designer, uh, you know, we, we talked about how the comp what companies are looking for when hiring a UX designer. We talked about what uh, UX uh, specialist recruiters are looking for uh, when hiring a UX designer. But uh, in every company, there is also a senior. Uh, UX design position, which is sometimes the marketing lead, sometimes is the design lead, or it's the uh, or is the product manager that is also specialized in UX? There is many, uh-huh. many variations, many different scenarios. But what do generally uh, senior UX designer 
what are they looking for uh, when when hiring someone? What are they looking at? Um, I, I think, it, again, it kind of goes back to the portfolio um, and what I've kind of seen in a lot of interviews um, and stuff lately interview processes and um, what they'll what they'll actually do is give somebody a, a problem basically and just see how they fix it um, and it's it's more about kind of looking at people doing the job so it's a bit of ux design within ux design <laughs> um, hmm. um, so yeah i i would say it's definitely more kind of going towards portfolio um, and also i think well my kind of prediction is that more and more people are going to start looking for UX qualifications, um, such as the UX de design diploma, I think it's called. Uh, UX um, design institute, I think that's what you're talking about. The university yeah. diploma, yeah. Yeah, um, so I think that's going to come more and more into it. Um, people looking for kind of skills, like obviously with um, development, they look for university degrees within um, or kind of code clan courses um, and I think it's going to take the same kind of shift as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that's interesting because the previous years uh, all these professions didn't have really uh, university uh, backing. I mean there was it was like interaction design, there was uh, service design which I think has been around for a few years or product design too but right now mm -hmm. there is something like especially for just, just UX. Just UX. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's really good that there is. It's obviously um, being taken and cared about more, and that people are actually like seeing it as important to have um, mm -hmm. a degree. So I think that's a, a really good thing as well. Mm -hmm. And I think I think more people right now are also uh, you know like like companies want more qualifications, but also more people are are looking into uh, diplomas. Even even people that have been in the field for a long time, for like five, six, ten years, and they didn't have any university backing or anything, right now are actually going into it, so they can you know ask for a for a better salaries or or just or just validate the fact that they know what they're talking about. Yeah, of course. What I've seen um, quite recently as well is a lot of people kind of cross-training um, on changing career paths to work in UX design after they've had a little taste of it, so to speak. Um, people people from marketing teams, um, people from like graphic design. Um, there's definitely been a lot of people kind of had a little flavor for it and really liked it, so we wanted to, to move over. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, go, going back, going back to the hiring uh, thing, um, there is many, many uh, junior, junior UX designers nowadays that are very discouraged, especially right now with the COVID nineteen. They're very discouraged by the fact that you know the market is low and, and so on. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, I want to talk about how um, junior UX designers are discouraged by the fact that companies are looking for people that have uh, experience in UX. Uh, from two, three to seven years, and and UX designers, junior UX designers, sometimes are discouraged by that, and they, they don't apply for those jobs. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? I I definitely say to to still apply for them. Um, as I kind of touched on earlier, it's it's a lot about how see how people buy from people, and if you've got, I know it's not kind of commercial 
evidence, but if you've got evidence of a UX design process of which you've went through and people can see that from your CV and can see how you've done things and how you work, um, that's, I definitely think it's worth applying because that's becoming more and more um, accepted by, by companies. Mm-hmm. So even even though like say that you know I don't have no experience, but I, I I have a university backing or I just did a course. So I I have the design thinking. I have a portfolio, but you know I want to apply for this job. This job is requiring five years experience. So you would advise me to still apply for it? Yeah, of course. Um, I, what I kind of I've seen lately as well. Um, obviously the the qualifications are um are really um, beneficial um, the if the hiring manager is a, a senior UX designer I think they will um, be much more inclined to look at people that have not got commercial experience hmm. um, and I think that people that maybe aren't come from a UX design they just say like UX design you need that two years experience but it's more about kind of teaching them that you don't actually need the commercial experience obviously it's beneficial uh, it helps but there's still going to be good ux designers that just haven't got experience yet mm-hmm. uh, why would you think that senior ux designers prefer prefer someone that doesn't have experience in the commercial industry um, I, I, I don't think they would prefer, but I think they're very much more open to people that haven't um, got experience. Obviously, it's not been around for that long. So, um, and if you can show t- and prove to somebody that you've got a real strong interest in UX design, um, you, you're doing these all kind of like portfolios of different mm-hmm. projects and stuff, um, and your work's good, then I don't see why they, they wouldn't... Um, be open to seeing from you makes sense makes sense it's all about the design thinking i mean even though you don't have experience but you have a strong portfolio and you know how to think in a design uh, way then there shouldn't be any problem and that's very encouraging i hope you know some junior ux designers that are looking for jobs right now are listening to this because you know uh, they, they get discouraged they i have a few people message me saying that you know like how am i gonna apply for jobs and you know uh, i'm a junior ux designer i don't i don't stand any chance ex- compared to all these you know product designers interaction designers that have so many years in the experience but but uh, <laughs> you know then 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 you have to you have to look at the the at the, at the other way um just like you were saying uh, for example in my case um uh, you know, my I was hired in my company uh, because one of one of the big fa- the biggest factors of why I, I was hired in my company was because I didn't I didn't have any any experience and and uh, they needed someone with a with a fresh like mind uh, mm-hmm. to to come in do some design thinking without being bothered by by previous experiences or previous ways of working because I was just I was you know like thinking one way straight. That's all. Uh, but other senior UX designers, for example, you know, they've learned so many ways to go and, and they, they could be confusing others too. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That's kind of a good, um, a good story. And I, I've definitely seen that as well, mm-hmm. um, that people are starting to look at like more junior people as well. Um, I, I was working with a company in Glasgow that actually... Um, wanted to to hire someone that had only had three months of freelance experience um and that was to to set up 
the whole UX strategy for the company, like uh, from scratch. Um, and they had the kind of faith faith in that person that they, they would be able to do that, um, which, which is a big thing. And it kind of goes back to the point of, you can show that you, you know that all the processes and you're switched on and you've got the, the right kind of design mind, which we were speaking about. Um, I then love that. People... And, and is, the, is, the, is the pay uh, higher than a normal salary when you're freelancing, even though this person had only three months experience into the field? Um, I'm not too sure about kind of salaries or anything. What I would say for people... Um, junior UX designers, it's around the kind of the 25,000 mark um, for people starting. Um, uh, in, uh, in Scotland or UK? Um, I, I only work within Scotland, so I'm not too sure. Obviously, it differs from city to city. Edinburgh's a little bit more um, expensive. Uh, we'll, we'll pay a little bit more than Glasgow. Um, but that's just kind of with all roles. Um, mm. I think in England, uh, the the junior UX design salary is a bit higher. Is uh, it? Yeah, well, because it's more expensive England, especially yeah, of course. London. Oh yeah, London definitely. I think I think the minimum pay in London is about uh, forty thousand pounds a year. Yeah. But then you know how much are you paying for your flat? How much are you oh, paying for, for for your beers? Right? That I mean, that comes really expensive. So yeah, uh, that's it, the most all, important thing. It's all proportional. In, at the end of the day, there is there is no like there is no more green uh, grass. You know, like um, I, I don't know how they know how they say. You know, when the grass is yeah. greener. Yes, yeah. yes. I I don't <laughs> think it's never like that. It's just in our mind. Even even in, for example, uh, North America, I think the junior UX design s salary is about uh, fifty thousand dollars per year. Junior, like I just I just graduated, I just got started. I'm getting paid fifty thousand dollars a year. But then again, how much are you paying for a flat the, over there? For your flat, you pay around like two thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Car insurance, you pay like fifty fifty dollars, no, hundred dollars a month, right? The food is like you know three three four hundred dollars above. So at the end of the day, it's all I think it's all proportional. But uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's amazing to hear. It's very it's very encouraging because Scotland is not, uh, from my personal opinion, it's not a very expensive country to live in. So uh, in twenty, I believe twenty five thousand uh, dollar pounds uh, at the beginning of a career is actually very good. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I I think kind of UX designers um, are, are just keen to get into a company and start getting kind of commercial experience under their belt. I'm not too sure that their whole um, preference or their desire is to um, for money. I don't think they're very money driven. Um, it's more kind of what the project would be able to work on. Mm -hmm. And that's the best thing about uh, UX design because people are not material, People are not like pushing each other. Uh, it's all like big community where people are all helping each other. Uh, like for example, in Glasgow, we have uh, monthly meetups with people, and you know we meet each other, we drink beers, and we're so happy to see each other. We share projects, we share tips, we share advices. We are not like uh, how do you, how do you say? We're not pushing someone down because he's better than me, right? Oh, yeah. that person is better than me. I'm actually gonna learn a few uh, tricks and tips from him. Right, so, yeah. And he's gonna share with me because he wants me to get better, because he wants yeah. the whole community to get better. And you know that's that's amazing. That's uh, I don't think uh, this happens in many uh, uh, profession communities. This type of yeah. thinking. 
No, I've been really impressed with all the, the, the UX meetups. Obviously, I've only been to a couple, um, only virtually, but the just people talking about the projects um, and stuff that they've done is really interesting. Um, and everybody learns from each other, like you said, like even a, a really, really senior people, a senior person with so many years of experience will still take stuff and learn from people that have been only doing it for six months and um, which is really really good i think mm -hmm. wonderful wonderful uh you know go, going back right now to the um to the looking for a job i have um i have another question which which i've been asked recently by a few people uh, I've heard recently that uh, from other junior UX designers, uh, you know, they they think that the, the the market is actually slowing down in UX, and there is not uh, as many opportunities as there was before uh, the coronavirus period. Because we're still in the coronavirus period right now. Uh, where this is the second of May, and uh, we have been in on, on a lockdown for um, I believe one month and a half, right? Yeah, I think it's maybe it's the fifth end of the fifth week we're coming to now. I think. And you know what's your, what's your thoughts on on the market slowing down? Uh, are there still jobs out there available for UX designers? Um, obviously the kind of job market has slowed down as a whole, not just for um UX design. Obviously, companies are a bit wary as to um to hire people at the moment. Um, but there, like with everything, there is. With everything, there is companies that are still hiring. Um, I, I, I've seen a few UX designer roles. I'm not actually working currently on um, in ones at the moment, but there's definitely still roles out there. Um, and there's definitely things that people can be applying for. And one of the kind of things we've seen recently is that people are starting to put recruitment plans back together and starting to, to think about recruiting again basically obviously one of the first things that a company will do and something like this or financial um trouble is cut all recruitment um it's one of the kind of the first things people do but i think everybody's realized that this isn't going to be a, a kind of a thing that just comes and goes for a month it's obviously going to be a lot longer so they they need these people in their team so it's they've just kind of got to go ahead and and hire them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh yeah uh, and how do you think the market uh, the ux actually market is going to be affected after the, the the quarantine period which could be you know like a month or two months do you think it's going to be slower do you think people are going to need more ux designers because they need to sell more products how do you think it's going to be right after right after this period um i think what what we obviously seen is that people the UX kind of design market was gradually getting bigger and bigger, um, and obviously just now it's kind of went down a bit. I I don't expect people to stop hiring UX designers. I still think that UX designers are going to be more and more in demand. We've seen I've seen with loads of different companies that um, once they've had their kind of first UX designer on board for. Um, working with their product it's something that they've seen so beneficial that they've brought in extra within the team so like um i think one one of the companies that i was working with um the a ux designer joined them um, six months ago um and had since been promoted to senior ux designer and they, they brought in a, a more junior UX designer to the team because there's so much benefit 
they they've seen from that person absolutely absolutely i can see that I, i'm excited to hear that actually uh you know for for the people that right now uh, are looking um to apply for jobs that they want to apply for jobs which kind of platforms would you would you suggest um, I think one of the good things to do if you're a, UX, a junior UX designer is get involved with the community is one of the main things. Obviously, the, the UX Scotland, um, if there's any kind of UX jobs um, people hear about, they get posted in that. Um, obviously, all the, the kind of job boards as well. Um, as a, a kind of a more junior UX designer as well, I one of the things that I um, would say to people as well is that if you see that a company has got UX designers within their team um, and you kind of want to get in touch with them or you, you like the sound of that company, just drop your CV into um, whoever you think it might be relevant to um, and see if they, they, they'd be interested in kind of setting up a chat. Um, that's something that I've seen um, can, be, can be very beneficial as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I love that old school networking style you know just like talking to people oh i'm gonna meet i'm gonna meet with this uh, ux designer working for this company you know we'll just like chat go for a coffee and uh, you know i'll give you my curriculum see maybe maybe he remembers me when he's gonna be hiring in uh, eight months from now so it's all it's always good to do that i i love that i love that and yeah I, definitely mm-hmm. and especially if you you see a company that looks really great to work for um and you you could see yourself being passionate working within that within that team. Um, it's it's definitely something you should do. It's it's all about getting yourself in front of as many people as possible. Um, uh, uh, and that's the kind of the main thing. The more people that you get um, yourself in front of, the more kind of opportunities should arise. Absolutely, uh, opportunity presents itself only if you're looking for it. Well, exactly. you're, you don't have to look for opportunity, but you have to. You have to move around things. You have to talk to people. You have to go here. You have to go there. You have to uh, pay for a beer to someone. You know, yeah. once in a while. I mean, you're not gonna go broke. I mean, <laughs> just pay a couple of beers per month. You know how much networking you can do in one year if you pay two beers per month to uh, two different people. You can network with uh, over thirty different people, and those thirty different people they might give you a reference in the future. Yeah, of I course. Mean, I'm, I'm just making an example, but. Yeah, yeah, and there's all these um, like presentations and talks and meetups, um, and kind of the more the more you go to, the more you're you can show that you've got an active interest and obviously should be kind of actively interested in in it. Um, it's definitely it can lead to different opportunities as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a say they say the, the the only way to be in business is to stay in the business. I like it, and it works. <laughs> it works for everything. I, yeah. I mean, you wanna you wanna sell products, like don't be home just trying how to sell products. Go out there, like meet startups, meet meet like business people, meet other people that are doing e-commerce things. Like I'm just giving you an example about uh, business related, right? No UX design related, but always yeah. same concept. Always the same concept. It can yeah. be applied to everything. Yeah, definitely agree. Love it, man. Um, you know, uh, other than networking, like these old old school type of thing, uh, would you do you know like any other ways of uh, applying for jobs, like online, for example, which is mainly what everybody is doing at, at this moment during COVID nineteen. Yeah, and yeah, um, obviously all the the job boards, uh, the main job boards that we kind of 
we put our jobs on, um, such as like S1 jobs, um, Indeed, um, LinkedIn, they're, they're the, your kind of main ones. Um, but I think kind of the, one of the benef beneficial things to do is, like I said, kind of getting your CV in front of people who think it, it could be interesting too. Mm -hmm. um, that's definitely one of the, the things that people can be doing at the moment. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I really like them. Um, you know, I wanted to add something uh, because I recently discovered it and I wanted to share with my audience. Like you were saying, uh, LinkedIn, what other platforms did you mention again? Um, so S1 Jobs and jobs. Total Jobs and Indeed. They're just the ones off the top of my head I can't think of. I think uh, S1 Jobs is for um, United Kingdom only, or it's all the, all, all the world? I think it's UK only, actually, yeah. Mm, okay, I think it's a very good platform. I, I never used them myself because I never... I never had to apply for jobs. Um, uh -huh. just, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, um, um, I got a, I got a job just like you said, uh, old school networking. That's yeah. That's all. So it, it works, guys. Uh, real example right here. So, you know, yeah, just, exactly. just go out there, talk to people, uh, do it. There's also to... things like um, that I, I, I've, I follow on Twitter, which is just like a UX jobs page. Um, I, I'm pretty sure um, it's mostly just America jobs that get posted on there. But I'm that's sure... what I was gonna say, actually. Twitter. Yeah, there. Yeah, Twitter. It's really good. We found um, that a lot of people post on Twitter. Um, so it's definitely Absolutely. good to be active on there. And I'm sure there's UX jobs pages and stuff for different countries as well, specific to just countries. Yeah, uh, and re related to what you said, uh, the other day I was navigating through Twitter because I I currently uh, just I currently just signed up to Twitter a few months ago, so I I'm very active on it, but uh, I'm I'm barely new, and I, I like to navigate. I like to search for things and like to see what's going on. And I found a lot of channels on the on jobs. I think there is uh, some channels just for Scotland, some channels just for UK, uh, one for America. Uh, there is many. There is like ton of pages right, uh, out there, and. And then I actually went on LinkedIn and I did the same thing. I started navigating on LinkedIn and I found pages on LinkedIn as well where people are actually posting jobs and people are recruiting for other people because they know someone else in the company that is looking for someone. So it's yeah. all about helping each other. I mean, they don't have they don't have a page there just just you know because they want to have a page. No, they actually mean to help others, and th that's related to what we were saying earlier. The amazing thing about the UX community just like helping each other always. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I, I'm obviously not too, I think you're probably more knowledgeable about this than me, but UX designers, I, I feel, will be the exact same across the world, um, that communities will be very welcoming and, um, and, and similar to the one that in Scotland. Um, so, and going back to the kind of the Twitter point as well, if you, if you find what I was speaking about earlier, you, you find a company that you quite like the look of, you, if you're actively kind of interacting with people from that company on Twitter. A lot of them like to kind of post things that they've done. Um, and if you're kind of tweeting them back or um, liking all their stuff, just kind of so that they remember your name um, is, is, is definitely something that is really beneficial and could, although it might not help you in the kind of straight away, maybe in, in two months time, it, it could definitely help you. Mm -hmm. 
uh, I love that. I really hope our listeners got something out of it and they're going to go out there today if they don't have a job and implement those techniques. And, we, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not in the game in short term. We're in the game in long term. So if you're applying these techniques, you know, that is the mentality you should be in. If you're, if you're a UX designer and you want to be in the industry short term, uh, these things, unfortunately, are not, are not going to work out for you. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I, I would like to start wrapping up. So I want to ask you one uh, final question, and uh, and then I will ask you uh, more about uh, soccer because I know that you're a, you're a big soccer fan. <laughs> so I I would like to keep that as as a last question. And uh, <laughs> love it. I, I might already know which uh, which soccer team uh, you cheer for, but we'll we'll keep that for later. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, to, to wrap it up, what piece of advice would you give to companies right now looking for UX designers? The for companies, I'd say it's the it's the best time to hire, not just for UX designers, but um for anyone, because there there's so many people working from home or unfortunately they've been furloughed, um so they're they're there and they're ready um to to hire and people are I think never seen so many people interacting and um with each other so companies it's. I know some companies won't be able to because because of everything going on, but it, it genuinely is the best time to, to hire people at the moment. Love that. Love that. And actually, I think that's um, the way I'm going to call this uh, podcast session, the best time to hire. Yeah, like <laughs> Just that. give it. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, absolutely relevant. Um, I think companies, I totally agree on that, they should be taking advantage of this opportunity. Completely yeah. agreed. If you can, if you can, if you if you've got, are you a company that can take advantage of it? You're you're um, financially strong, or um, you need UX in your team, or you need anything in your team. Definitely the best time to hire at the moment. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, what kind of advice? Uh, what kind of advice instead would you give to uh, junior UX designers looking for a job? Like I like I touched on earlier is. Obviously, if when this market, obviously the, the UX design um, job market is, is a little bit slower, the whole job market's a little bit slower, it's a really good time to work on projects, get everything sorted with your portfolio, um, kind of basically doing as much as possible, keep yourself busy um, and get a, as much of a evidence and portfolio as you can, get it up to the best possible it can uh, and get get it in front of as many people you can mm-hmm. uh, completely agreed love that and uh, this is a great great timing for people to have you know they have so much time to work on personal things why not uh, updating your portfolio why not making your portfolio better why not uh, spending like uh, six hours a day trying to contact big companies around your area yeah exactly. definitely just um, the positive tr- try new things take on new projects it's it's really is kind of a weird time and probably a time that's never gonna come again hopefully um so try and turn it as a positive turn it into a positive that you've got so much time to to kind of do all this that you've been wanting to do fabulous um how can our listeners get a hold of you jack if they wanted to contact you perhaps ask you some tips and tricks on how to get a job or just like maybe review their portfolio or something yeah and um, so i was going to touch on that as well so thanks for bringing it up yeah i, I 
even though if I, I can't help you in the meantime um, to find a job, I can help with things such as, um, like you said, CVs, um, portfolios. I can kind of talk you through that, um, how to apply for jobs, um, any kind of advice, happy to do so. Best way to kind of get me is probably on LinkedIn, just Jack Stephen. Um, I've got kind of UX in my description thing, so it should be pretty easy to find me. Um, so that's probably the best way. Wonderful. I, I will put I will put the link of your LinkedIn profile uh, down in this audio, and I will also put it in the YouTube video that will come out um, in a few days from now. Uh, wonderful. Nice. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, and exactly uh, like people don't don't be shy to contact Jack uh, or or any other uh, UX uh, specialist recruiter. Uh, don't be shy to ask. Asking is always a good thing, uh, in my opinion. Uh, you never. I mean. I mean, if Jack is going to say no to you, what's what's worse than that? I mean, nothing's going to happen out of it. Like, just ask things. Yeah. Don't be shy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can help with uh, with literally kind of anything that is... And, and Jack related. is not going to say no. Jack is going to no, say yes. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to hear from people. So please do get in touch. Wonderful, man. Uh, okay, uh, my last question. And, and, and then we can uh, go enjoy our Saturday. So, what's your favorite uh, uh, football team, mate? And um, I, I support Aberdeen, unfortunately. Um, oh, nice! Love that. Love that. Uh, I, I was born in Aberdeen, uh, and uh, so yeah, I've, I've just always kind of supported them. And um, my, my my English team is Tottenham Hotspur as well, Spurs. Um, so is Bale still playing for Tottenham? No, he's at Real Madrid now. Uh, oh, wow! That was uh, that was like five years ago, right? Yeah. I, you know you know why i said that right because, I, because i'm playing fifa right now and yeah like yeah. i mentioned you earlier and, and uh yeah it's the old video game that uh, bale is still in the tottenham spurs yeah oh he's so good every time i cross oh. the ball in the middle he just do a bicycle kick or something wonderful man uh you know for the ones who don't know uh jack uh actually is um um, he's a soccer player. He likes to play football all the time. Do you play like on a weekly basis? Yeah, obviously not just now <laughs> because of mm. COVID. But um, before that, yeah, I, I used to. I, that was my dream when I was younger to to be a football player. Um, and I actually played with a professional team until I was um, 16. Um, and I've just always kind of played since then. So it's it's just kind of like well, I play, I play with work um, maybe mm. once a week. And then train, oh, that's nice. with my, yeah, train um, twice a week with my my football team, and then play on a Saturday as well. So oh. I'm missing I'm missing that big time just now, actually. I know what you mean. Just like uh, you know, the competition, the like the the fighting, the the running against each other. You know, just shooting the ball. That's that's a really good feeling. And, and uh, you also won a, a Scottish Cup or a United Kingdom Cup when you were in uh, university. Yeah, so the the university won um, the the first team. So we we played in the the British Cup. Um, so yeah, we we won that, which was the first um, team in university in Scotland to ever win the trophy. I was unfortunately injured for the the final, but um, it, it was a really good achievement. It was on all the kind of papers and stuff in Aberdeen. So yeah, that was highly my uni, uni career. How often did you work out uh, per week? How often do you train? 
Um, so when I was actually at university, I used to train obviously with the uni as well as playing for my team. So I used to train um, three times a week and then we'd have a game on a Wednesday and then I would have a game with my, my normal team on a, on a Saturday as well. So five times a week, really, <laughs> which when I think about it, it's a lot. <laughs> Well, you know, you, you won the cup, so definitely the work has paid off. And I know yeah. the level in the United Kingdom is very high, so you, you must have you must have done a pretty good job. Yeah, there, there's some of the universities that we played against were actually like sport universities as well. Like our university was not a sport university and these people were on kind of scholarships and stuff. So it really was a, a, a massive achievement. Wow. Uh, where, where did it come from? Um, so there were there was different. I think we we beat Newcastle in the final, um, Newcastle University, and then you played against different universities in Nottingham, um, all over Britain really. Um, which is it was quite it was it was weird because obviously playing just normal club football, you don't get to experience playing against teams in England and stuff. Um, so that in itself was was a good experience. Mm-hmm. Very nice, man. Um... Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, uh, I think, um, I think we're done. You know, I was, I, lo- I love talking about soccer. By the way, it's just it makes me so happy because when I was a kid, I used to, I used to play like so much, and yeah. I never played uh, like, um, how do you say, semi-professional or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I used to play with my friends. Actually, I, I had this question for you: Did anyone of your um, teammates uh, go pro or semi-pro after after university? Um, not from kind of uh, from university, but one of my one of my best friends that I grew up with and uh, went through school with, he plays professionally in America at the moment. Um, uh, which team? He plays for Chattanooga Red Wolves. Um, they're I think they're in the which third city? Chattanooga. Um, which city is it in uh, North America? Not too sure, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I just know the name of the team. Uh, but that's like the third division of um, of American football. So uh, uh, so I think they have uh, MSL and then they have something else. Uh, yeah, I think it's MLS 1 MLS, MLS. and then MLS 2. And then there's that league. I can't remember what it's called. But and, and um, Does it get paid? Like yeah, for yeah. the third division? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and they pay good? Um, yeah, it's good. It's good for somebody that would rather kind of, if he didn't have football, then um, he, he, I don't know what he'd be doing anyway. Um, but he's living in America, playing football full time, decent wage, in the sun most of the year. So uh, wow. he's not complaining. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lo- lo- love that. Is he like near, near the sea where he's at? Um, no, I think it's it's pretty much in the same um, landlocked, um, mm. but it's the he, he sends pictures of the weather all the time and it, it looks amazing. So mm-hmm. hopefully, gonna, hopefully, gonna go out to, and visit him sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, that, that'd be great. Good for you. Uh, yeah, man. So um, you know, uh, if you need to contact Jack Steven again, you can find him at uh, his uh, LinkedIn profile. Again, I will put the link in this audio and uh, YouTube video right here. So if you need help from Jack, he's available. Uh, thank you very much, Jack, for uh, coming to this podcast. I'm, I'm, you know, I was I was very excited to have you today because so many people were messaging me and asking me, um, you know, like what's happening? The, the market is slowing down. You know, 
where, where can I apply for jobs? What can I do? And you know, I think we definitely got some some really like good juicy stuff today that is mm-hmm. going to be helping a, lo- a lot of people. You know, if they're going to be listening to this whole podcast, uh, it's going to be helping them. So. Uh, make sure, make sure to implement some of these strategies, uh, whatever whatever suits you best, and uh, don't be shy. Keep on being persistent. You're you're in the game for long term again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Don't give up. Very nice, man. Very nice, man. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this session. I, I'm going to I'm going to have a walk in the park right now. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me on. And, oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll be here soon. Yeah, no, yeah, love that, love that. Yes, <laughs> a, nice, a nice, like, cold pie. Yeah, sounds and good. Pie. Italian, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> All right, man, thanks a lot. All right, see you soon. No worries. Cheers. Talk Bye. soon. Bye.